0: Welcome to another episode of Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Twyman. Today, we're going to be talking to Diane Foy. Diane helps creative people, actors, singers, any type of artist to succeed. So you definitely want to stick around for this episode. You can go to DianeFoy.com to look at her website while we're talking to her. Uh, Diane is in Canada. I'm also going to be uh, talking to Angela Crochet. The song that you're going to hear on today's episode is Angela's uh, music, very talented musician. Angela was kind enough to fill in for Aaron. Aaron can't be here today as the co-host. So Angela, uh, who's out in uh, Houston, Texas, she's going to be filling in for Aaron. So stick around. We're going to have a quick sponsor message, but we will be right back, so don't go anywhere.
1: When feelings let us sell. Not so long ago you drove my heart into. And how to make what I feel and I'm you.
0: Welcome to Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Twyman, and I'm here today with my co-host Angela Crochet. Say hi, Angela. Hey
1: everyone.
0: Normally, as you all know, I would have Erin here with me, but uh, Erin had her second COVID shot and she's over at her mom's house. So uh, she's, uh, Angela, have you had your COVID shot yet?
1: I have not, but I'm in Texas, so things are are a little bit we we were really fast to open up and really slow to get the vac- vaccinations so it's well, kind
0: you, of you, know, you, you don't need it there because you guys have guns so you don't that's need true. It. you don't That's need true. It. You don't that's it. true. <laughs>
1: and I'm I'm Scottish too. We don't get sick so. <laughs> well, I was
0: going to I was going to say I I saw your name uh, you know a long time ago obviously. I've known you for a while but uh, I, I was looking at your extended name in parentheses and I said to myself somewhere in her family is a guy named Seamus. You know?
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because uh, because that's, that is a very Irish name uh, or Scottish. Is that Irish or Scottish?
1: Um It is. Well, it is Scotch. Uh, my family was uh, Scottish, and then after the Battle of
0: Culloden, went to Ireland
1: um, to escape persecution that was going on in in Scotland. So we're a bit of both.
0: Wow, you and Erin must be related somehow. Because I know she's very very similar.
1: Erin Dougherty. that's right
0: Dark darky so um uh, for all of those of you who have been uh, messaging me i I really appreciate your support and uh, continued support of the podcast um we looked at stats a while back and we were surprised i mean we've been heard in like 95 countries which is really cool and um i had so many requests to be on the show that i'm booked all the way into i'm telling people now i'm going to probably be booking for june so things are going really well um and uh, coming up uh, on the 10th, which is Day After Tomorrow, we have Mike Black. Mike Black is a very well-known stand-up comedian, so uh, that should be a fun show as well. Today we're talking to um, Diane Foy, and Diane Foy is, it, it helps, uh, helps talented folks, helps talented people, and that's really what this podcast is all about. So we should have Diane on the line. Are you with us, Diane? Yes, Hello. Hey, there you are. Wow. Nice voice. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> that was good. So, uh, Diane, where are you located?
2: I'm in Toronto, Ontario, Canada.
0: Okay, so you're in Canada. I'm in Southern California. And Angela, where are you?
1: I'm in Houston, Texas. Well, Spring, Texas, suburb- suburbs of Houston.
0: Oh, yeah, I know Spring. My sister lives there. Yeah. Oh,
1: really? Are you serious?
0: Yeah, I, 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 uh, I grew up in uh, in about maybe 10 minutes from where you are.
1: Oh, my gosh, how weird.
0: Yeah, so uh, so I, I I left because of the humidity.
1: I would like to leave for the very same reason.
0: Oh my God, I couldn't. And the
1: guns, oh, the humidity, and the guns. <laughs> well, <laughs> when
0: I, I was there a long time ago, everybody had gun racks, and you know they were all. Yeah, it was. Uh, you go out on a on a Saturday afternoon. You went out plinking. That means you took your 22 rifle or your pellet gun or whatever, and you went out and killed stuff. You know, so yeah. That was a Saturday afternoon in Texas, but... Um,
1: how much has changed.
0: <laughs> and and, uh, and where Diane is in Canada, they have more guns than we do, but they're very civil about it.
2: That's true.
1: I have family, <laughs> actually, a have family in Ottawa, so I've been up there before. It's
0: beautiful. Is it, how is it, Diane, up there? Is it warm right now, or?
2: Uh, the weather's starting to get nice, except oh, now it? we're not allowed to leave the house.
0: Oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, on- the Ontario government keeps shutting us down, so now we're back on another... Everyone went to the malls on the weekend, and now everything's shut down. So yeah,
0: I know. We're, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, you go a,
2: get groceries, and that's it.
0: I know. Same here. Same here. Uh, well, Southern <laughs> California, but a lot of people around here are like anti-maskers and stuff. So it's, oh yeah. my
1: gosh, really? Because that's how it is here. I was I'm surprised to hear it's like that in uh, California.
0: Well, here it is. I'm in a conservative area here, so uh, uh,
1: that yeah. makes sense. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is this is the most conservative part of California where I am. But uh, but my I've been wearing a mask since day one, and I was wearing masks before all of this because I had chronic allergies. So uh, sometimes I would wear a mask if I was cleaning the house or something, you know. But um, which sounds weird, but it helps you breathe better. Um, so I want to get to uh, um, Diane. So Diane, you're um, uh, I was I was studying your, what you're doing, and by the way, anybody who's listening. You can go to dianefoy.com, that's D-I-A-N-E-F-O-Y.com, uh, and, and take a look at her website while we're talking, which I am looking at right now, and I wanted to ask you, um, before I talk to you about, you know, what you're currently doing, what, can you tell me, um, you know, because obviously you're a creative person as well. Do you have a memory of something early on that you did that was creative that really got your attention and, and kind of had an impact on your life?
2: Um, I've always loved performing artists and but I'm not one and so I think my lifelong goal was to be around performers. Hmm. So all my creative beginnings like I started out as a photographer but it wasn't that I wanted to be a photographer. It was okay, I looked at a bunch of job titles, uh, for music industry and, and, uh, film industry and photographer popped out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a photographer literally just so I could be around performers. (laughs) And then I was a makeup artist for a long time. And even when, you know, I had a full-time makeup job, but on my free time, I was doing, uh, music videos and photo shoots for, for bands and musicians and actors and, Yeah, so then, obviously, I want to be in the music industry, so I got into music publicity.
0: Okay. Sorry if you guys are hearing sound. It's because uh, I'm putting on my... Something happened with my headphones, so I switched them real quick. Sorry about that. Can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Okay, there you are. Um, So let me... That's the joy of podcasting. Sometimes you have to do things right in the middle of a show. Hey, Diane. Um,
1: Diane, what are your... So what are your top like five favorite artists that you would like to work with or have worked with
2: while Dan, well, Dan's messing with his headphones, I figure he knows. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Well, the people I have worked with that stand out is Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He, he is lovely. Cause you know, worked with him back in 2007 and yet, I still get to see them every time they come to town. So, like, oh, they're wow. just him and his wife are just sweet, sweet people. Um, I loved, I got to work with Mackenzie Phillips. Same thing. Like, she's the second we started talking, we were like lifelong friends. Aww. And uh, who wow. else? Um, I've worked with Punk Legends DOA for over a decade. Oh, wow. Um, so, that was always fun. Um, who else, who
0: else, who else? Yeah, it's funny because, uh, you know, I'm uh, obviously because of my age, I'm older than you guys, but um, I grew up listening to Jimi Hendrix and, you know, Eric Clapton and all those guys. And Erin is nine years younger than me. And at one point, she had half her head shaved and she (laughs) had she had blue and pink and purple and green hair on the other side. And then she had a nose ring with a chain that went around to her earlobe and she was all punked out, you know, and she was living in Hollywood and they were all, so she tells these great stories about punk rock and all that kind of stuff. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, and Angela, you're, um, uh, how would you classify, I know your music is, is leaning more towards rock and roll and like that, but. But also some of your music sounds kind of, uh, has a surreal feel to it as well. So how would you classify your your particular?
1: I'm, I'm actually, it's one of my struggles right now is committing to a genre um, because I'm heavily influenced by Pink Floyd, but I'm also heavily influenced by like Nine Inch Nails. And so there are which are completely different bands from one another. So um, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of, you know, good music is how I classify it.
0: Mm. <laughs> So, Diane, if if, uh, if a musician maybe made a comment like like that, would you have any kind of a suggestion as far as uh, categorizing the music and maybe because that obviously you want to target your audience and that kind of thing?
2: Yeah, like you. It's kind of like you have to narrow it down and you, you don't necessarily have to change your music, but you have to be very clear in your messaging. Yeah. And so I would like explore what do you really want to do? Like, what do you, you know, being able to say like, you're, you're unique, you're, you know, nobody's unique anymore. So right. it's like, <laughs> but right. fi- find what's unique about you. Right. Cause you know, only you can create the music that you're creating. For and sure. so it's figuring out what's unique about you and using that to describe your music as well as, or you can even say you're a mix between nine inch nails. You're the female nine inch nails mixed with some other like cross. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I can tell you that, uh, as a guitar player myself, what happens is you, you know, you're younger, you get a guitar, you learn how to play, you get into a garage band uh-huh. and you know, you're, you're thinking I'm a musician and we're going to do all this stuff. And then you can go through a lot of life changes. So, uh, there's a lot of guys out there like me where I have a Fender Stratocaster. I've got crate amps. I've got audio box recording equipment. I've got all this stuff, keyboards and, you know, all this other equipment. And uh, I tend to pick up the guitar, play the same riffs over and over again, put it back down again and walk away. And, and, and when I go to look at these uh, uh, programs for musicians all of these guys, these instructors say the same thing. Are you stuck? Did you, (laughs) you know, do you, do you pick up your guitar and play it for five minutes and play the same crap and put it back down again? And, and, and I'm like, Yes. yes, I do. And then I hear the next guy and he says the same exact thing. And I'm like, all these guys are, so this is apparently is, is rampant across the board. And someone like Diane obviously would be the person to go to that maybe, I mean, to be honest with you, just looking at your website motivated me because anytime I talk to any kind of person that inspires me when it comes to being creative, you know, I, I need that little extra kick, you know, and then right. I'll I'll run out and all of a sudden paint a painting or draw, draw, whatever, you know? So, so uh, Diane, when it comes to motivating talent um, how, how much of a struggle is that when you're working with someone?
2: Um, well, that's kind of why I got into coaching and how I, I really emphasize building a solid foundation of personal branding, which is just you, Um, because it's so easy to give up in these lovely creative careers that we all want. It's hard. So it's easy to give up unless you do the exploration of figuring out what you really want, and then doing goal setting, breaking it down to how you're going to get there. And then the most important piece is figuring out why you want it. So what is your why? Why do you do what you do? Why are you chasing this dream? Why do you want what you want? And if you really get clear on that, that becomes that motivating factor that when oh. things get you down you'll get back up because you remind yourself why you want this. And it ha- that's why the why has to be a, like a deep down. It can't just be, oh, but I love music. I, lo-, You know, that's like on the superficial level. Right. But I do an exercise with my clients where we just, I just keep asking why <laughs> for every answer you give me of mm-hmm. why you're doing this. Like my children. Why- and why is that and why is that and get down and usually you get down to some childhood experience that is so personal to you and that becomes your
0: driving force and so it's digging a little
2: deeper and figuring that out like like therapy a little bit yeah
0: well that's (laughs) it's interesting that you say that because um i uh I ran an acting school for 10 years and and a young lady came into the class and um, I told her that by the time I'm finished with you, you're going to be able to laugh, cry, be angry, do whatever you need to do on camera. And it's going to be believable. And she said, you'll never be able to get me to cry. And I said, okay. So she was in the class and we're working and, and, um, there's an exercise that you do as an instructor where you, you sit down with the person and you, uh, you have them sit across from another person and you explain to them that you're talking while you're looking at another actor, you're actually not looking at that actor. You're looking at your mother. And I want you to find something that you always wanted to tell your mother, but you were never able to tell her. (laughs) And, and I want you to, Before you do it, you have to close your eyes, visualize your mother. When you open your eyes, see your mother and tell her whatever this is. And this is the girl who told me, you'll never be able to get me to cry. She began telling her mother uh, how it affected her that she abandoned her as a baby. Oh, wow. By the time she was done, we had to get Kleenex and paper towels. I mean, she was pouring with tears and she stood up and she said, you were right. You got me to cry. And I don't ever want to do this again. And I don't want to be an actor. Wow. And I was like, you know how it is probably Diane. I was going, wait a minute. You do, you do want to be an actor. <laughs> I'm like, we, can, right. we can make, we can make this work. And she's going, no, <laughs> she's going, it's okay. You're really good at what you do. I don't want to do, I don't want to do this. And so, uh, but
2: that's amazing too. Like either way you changed her life. Yeah.
0: Right. She, she had a, uh, what i guess would you call it a catharsis or a, uh, right. a, a cathartic cathartic experience yeah. yeah and everybody there was crying i mean it was uh oh. it was unbelievable and i i can tell you story after story a, a fireman who the hardest guy you've ever met you know who had been through so much stuff in his life that he had he he said i can't show emotion it took about 2 weeks he told a couple of stories about rescues he did and he was in tears you know so um uh, so it's really fascinating to me. So, and Angela, on your on your on your side, um, when it comes to um, you know kind of the things we're talking about, uh, when you look at why you create music, uh, what would you say would be your really number one motivating factor that really gets you to create a piece of music?
1: Mine is. Um, it... <sighs> it's partially therapeutic, which I've actually just started doing. And and a lot of my stuff is is coming out very literal and more raw. Um, And as I'm getting it produced, I'm being told, you know, it needs to be less literal, but I think writing it literally helps me. And then I can kind of go back. Um, But it's always been to create music that gets people to feel the way I felt when I wrote it.
0: Right. Well, you're a storyteller and that's, that's, that's bleeding into the music, but um but but i understand what you're saying yeah so it's just a matter of finding balance i think but um right. yeah which diane probably has some insight on that i would imagine yeah well, it, yeah go ahead Sorry,
1: guys. i was just going to say i think one of the challenging things and this would, this is probably something that you know people really need help on and that you probably do is that you know you were talking about setting goals and it's really hard to do that now because you know everything the landscape of the industry changed with covid but it did even before that um you know, whereas before you, you wanted to sell, you wanted to go platinum selling CDs. Well, nobody buys CDs anymore. So when you're mm-hmm. setting goals, like it, it it's hard to do because it's it's sort of like a mucky landscape. You know, nobody really knows exactly how people make money doing this until they're actually doing it, it seems.
2: Right. But it it's also researching and also embracing the way it is, like if that yeah. you can you can only control your own actions so you can set these goals but no matter what happens what can you still be doing and that's why you want to set yourself up for success by doing that foundation and building that your online presence so that when the world ends like it did last year you can pivot and keep going because like the smart artists worked on um building their brand online mm-hmm. in the last year
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know that's kind of what they you know should have been doing but a lot of them didn't and they just went further into creation which is also great but you can create all you want but if no one's going to hear you yeah. you can't make a living at this so the on building your online presence is so important and so that yeah lot li- no more live shows okay now what are you going to do
0: right well, Angela, I'll tell you something to help me. I, um, I'm a very pragmatic, you know, like I use graphs and charts and all kinds of stuff. But um, I, uh, I thought to myself, you know, here, there, there's something I wasn't doing that had to do with uh, something creative I was working on. And I kept procrastinating, procrastinating. And so I said to myself, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to work on this for one minute right now. I'm just going to work on it for one minute. I won't even notice it. So I worked on it for a minute and I put it down and then again, procrastinated. And I said, okay, I'm going to work on this for five minutes. So I just, so I kept doing that and I sort of conditioned myself to where I had a different perspective on, on that, whatever that was, you know what I mean? That particular thing. Right. And so I was able to slowly work my way into where I was working on it and I forgot I was even working on it. And another thing that a lot of people don't do that I highly recommend that you do is to, uh, uh, hold on one second I'm getting a warning from my okay we're gonna <laughs> it's only been 20 minutes Um, anyway um, I do a to-do list so I always have a to-do list sitting right next to me and I just you know bullet point I put down whatever it is and it's my memory and it really helps because there's way too much going on for me to try to um, manage all of this, but so many people that I talk to, I go, do you do a to-do list? Uh, Cause they're all in, in shambles with whatever it is they're working on there. Well, no, I, I should do that. You know, I should do a to-do list. So, uh, so Diane, when it comes to structure and we're kind of running out of time, but I, I, I want to get a couple of things in here. Um, and by the way, if you're listening, go to dianefoy.com. And, uh, right now I'm looking at a part of her website that says, uh, Let me go back to this heading here. Does it say freebie? Yeah, it says freebie. Um, So Diane, this this part of the site here, here we go. The six C's roadmap to book gigs and make money. How to attract fans, media, and industry for musicians and actors. Can you talk a little bit about this?
2: Sure, yeah. It's a freebie on my website, dianefoy.com slash freebie. And it's how to attract fans, media, and industry for musicians and actors, but really any creatives. It's the same kind of roadmap and pathway that I've followed myself. Um, And and that just kind of goes into detail of really starting with that foundation of figuring out what you really want, goal setting, getting into your strengths and weaknesses and what is your why and all that. Foundation stuff. And then it's figuring out who's most likely to appreciate what you have to offer. And then how to take everything that you are. It's a confidence building section. And then you share that with the world through social media. So it just goes through the different phases that will lead to success and uh, give you some starting tips on there as well. And it's basically all the different areas that I coach artists through.
0: You're- now, for for someone like me who likes structure and all that kind of thing, is do you have any type of a, you know, a workbook? Do you have any type of a, some sort of way that you keep people on track? Like, um, you know, Erin's always saying to me, I need you to help me with this because I want to I want bookends. She's she always wants to, like, bookend things to make sure that she's I getting. Them. Yeah. Do you have a way to handle that?
2: Um And yeah, and I also come from it as. It took me a long time to get here because I'm not a structured person.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: I was a go with the flower, mm-hmm. multi passionate, so I would follow all my interests wherever they went.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. It was
2: great. It was so free, but yeah. I didn't get anywhere. Wow. Because before I would really be successful in one thing, I'd be on to the next, and also you know, I might have ideas of what I wanted, but I didn't have a clear vision of exactly what I wanted. And that's why I emphasize that really beginning foundation of what you want. And then figuring out the goal setting, it just helps you achieve the goals because, it, you know, the, the saying goes, a goal without a plan is just a an idea, mm-hmm, right. a dream. Right. And so when I kind of learned how to break down the big goal of, you know, 10 year vision, five year mm-hmm. vision, mm-hmm. break that down to, okay, what do you want to achieve in a year? Right. Breaking it down to what you need to do each month of the year, focusing on the next 60 days, on the next 30 days, on the next yeah. week. And so if you break it down so much so that you know what you need to do this week to get you that one step closer to the goals that you have. hmm and it could be right down to email this person. All these little things that go on a to-do list, each one you check off, it's motivating because you're like, yep, that's one step closer, one step closer because if you have that clear vision. But without that, then you tend to go with the flow and not really get anywhere.
0: (laughs) Well, can I tell you you something? Aaron has a a friend who's a famous actor and they used to um, be in a theater company together. And one day they all said, why don't we all sit down with each other as a group, bring all your headshots and resumes. This is back when you mailed everything and we'll, we'll all help each other create a huge stack of of headshots and resumes to send out to casting people. And they did that. They all mailed out hundreds of headshots and resumes. Aaron's friend wound up becoming, because of that event, becoming literally a famous movie star oh, <laughs> so cool. so, right. so that's that's the reality of it right there you have to do the work you know um, I've got to cut it off because we're out of time but I will say this uh Angela crochet will be back I love your last name Angela crochet yeah
1: it's but, new it's new to me no <laughs> yeah, well
0: it's a great it's just a, it's a great name uh Angela would be back with us in May we'll be interviewing her and talking about her music uh, Diane obviously you're the perfect kind of perfect person to have on this show because of what i'm trying to do for uh, artists and talented people but um so i would love to have you back in the future as well if that's possible and uh anyone who wants to get in touch with diane or angela i'm going to put contact information for both of them uh on our website artworkpodcast.com and then i'll also put it on the uh description and again go to dianefoy.com check out freebie but Obviously, there's other things there I can see here that it's talking about singing, dancing, all kinds of things. So, um, again, thank both of you very much. And Angela, uh, I got a hold of Angela about a half hour or whatever it was before because Aaron couldn't be here and she was kind enough to jump in as the co-host. So I really appreciate that.
1: It was my pleasure.
0: Yeah, you were, we had a little technical stuff going on, but we got it worked out. <laughs> so, so it happens just about just about every time uh so diane do you have any comments you want to leave us with for uh the people listening out there
2: oh final words of wisdom the pressure um <laughs> <laughs> i say do the work that most people won't do
0: there you go i
2: like, I like it i, like I should that. put that on, put that on my wall of do course. the work that most people won't do because the truth is most people won't do it
0: wow that's interesting yeah uh hey you know what? showing up for an audition i mean there's a lot of people that want to be at that audition and for whatever reason didn't get there you know yeah so if you're there you're there um and then angela any final words of wisdom from you
1: um i just i just re- I really enjoyed talking to you and um yeah can i can i uh can i do a quick plug for my uh live stream absolutely all right, so we have a live stream that is actually features uh, music artists promoting local music artists in the Houston area called Live at Bills, and we are on Facebook, so just oh. look up Live at Bills on Facebook, um, and it's uh, we're actually live streaming this coming Saturday. We do it every other Saturday at 8 p.m.
0: Central Time, so check oh, us out. I'll, I'll, tell my, uh, I'll tell my stand-up comedian brother about it. He's also one of your neighbors out there.
1: Oh, are you serious? We I would love to, I would love to uh I would love to meet him. Maybe we can have him onto a show. Um and Erin is already a viewer. She is she watches almost every show. So
0: Oh, nice. Perfect. Okay, good. Listen, I'm gonna cut it off here. I really appreciate both of you being here. And uh, for those of you out there listening, this is Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Twyman. I'll be back again soon. We're interviewing Mike Black in a, about 48 hours from now. And, uh, and we'll just uh, take it from there, so we'll see you guys later
2: no. Alright, thanks Dan, thanks of Diane Great, thanks a lot
0: Alrighty, okay
2: tales
1: come true And feelings love and sad Not so long ago You drove my heart to the plate Where I feel and I fall you Everything
2: I knew It turned out To be
1: true